Find out what Metrolink's latest report has to say about population trends in the GTA on today's episode. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. And welcome back to the show. Thank you for listening in once again. And as I said in the intro, I'm going to be talking today about the latest report from Metrolinx. I want to give a shout out to Igor Dragovich for sending this one over to me via Twitter and calling it to my attention. Some interesting back and forth chatter going on on Twitter this week about this report. Uh, it actually came out a few weeks back, but I'm just uh, noticing it now. And certainly whenever you're a real estate investor or you're interested in getting into real estate investing, one of the key areas you need to school yourself on is economics and understanding the trends that are happening in uh, in the area that you're looking to invest. Of course, we're looking at the Toronto condo market um, here on this podcast. And so we want to look specifically at what Metrolinx has to say about Toronto and about growth trends and and other things. And so I have three key insights that I want to pull for you today from this very lengthy report. I will include, of course, a show link to the um, report in the show notes for this episode. You can get the show notes for this episode and all the episodes of this podcast by just heading on over to truecondos.com slash podcast. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Metrolinx, again, is a regional uh, transportation uh, sort of authority. And the the paper that I'm talking about is called, uh, bear with me on the name, but uh, it's the Context Paper on the Regional Economy, Demographic Outlook, and Land Use. So very boring name, but uh, basically it has a lot of very interesting um, stats and tidbits and information using the latest um, stats that we now have from the uh, all the way up to the 2016 um, census. So it's very interesting to see now that the 2016 census data is available um, for a lot of this stuff, uh, um, what... Um, what uh, what uh, in, what the uh, numbers are looking like from the last five years of, of the latest uh, census. So um, from the executive summary, uh, some interesting tidbits here. For many years in the greater Golden Horseshoe and the greater Toronto Hamilton area in particular has been one of the fastest growing urban regions in North America. This growth is strongly influenced by migration patterns. So that's the very first thing they put in their executive summary of the report. And again, a very good reminder for all of us as condo investors, why are we investing in Toronto at all? Why is this such a great area to invest in? Because it is one of the fastest growing urban regions in North America. Again, something we talk about over and over and over, but very important to uh, remember, especially if you're new to condo investing or getting into it for the first time this year. Key point to remember is this is a growing area. And whenever you have growth, um, that's a good place to invest as a, as a general rule of thumb. Uh, next point they talk about is historically over the last 10 years, the GTHA, the Greater Toronto Hamilton Area, has experienced lower than the historical average net migration rates, largely due to the pull of Western Canada and the oil boom. Migration to the GTHA is expected to return to historical average rates as a result of an improving Ontario economy driven by a lower Canadian dollar and the growth 
of the U.S. economy. So very interesting point there that, again, we've uh, historically been a lot of growth in the, in the greater Toronto area, in the greater Golden Horseshoe area. A lot of growth has, has been here for many, many, many years. Um, but over the last 10 years, we've experienced lower growth as Alberta and the whole oil boom has, um, has sucked a lot of the growth that otherwise would occur here. A lot of jobs and things have been going west. But now, of course, that trend has been reversed and a lot of that money and people and jobs are coming back to Ontario. And again, we talked about this a lot in the past in the podcast that long term, you know, if you're thinking in sort of 25 year chunks, where is the best place to invest? It's always going to be in Toronto, in my opinion, uh, in the Toronto area as the center of Canada, as the center of our economy, and as the largest city, obviously, in Canada. It's, uh, yes, there will be waves where Alberta or other areas perhaps might emerge as um, higher growth areas, but in the long run, Toronto is always going to be um, the best. Uh, so there's a couple of just a tidbits right off the top. And uh, now three insights I wanted to bring to you. The first one is that Toronto population growth, growth of population in the city of Toronto is accelerating while growth in the 905 regions is actually decelerating. Very interesting when you look at the numbers from that perspective. Um, and I'll include uh, some of these charts, a few of these charts uh, I'll include on the show notes for this episode. But the first point here, if you look at the growth um, and they break it up into the last three census periods from 2001 to 2006, from 2006 to 2011, the second one, and the third one, the most recent one, 2011 to 2016, again, the census periods every five years, um, you notice a very interesting trend that Toronto population um, growth is accelerating. Yes, it's huge, but it's also gaining speed. Uh, if you look at, and then conversely, and you're looking at the 905, particularly the York region and Peel region, their growth is actually decelerating. Very interesting. So Toronto and the 905 in that sense are going in opposite directions in terms of population growth. Now, it's not to say that the 905 is not still growing. It is still growing. It's growing at a very healthy rate, a very big number still, but uh, not as much as it was growing before. Again, tying into last week's episode of investing in the core of Toronto, the downtown core, more and more uh, evidence to suggest that moving forward, that is where we're going to see the most amount of growth, and that's where you want to have most of your uh, portfolio as a real estate investor is in the core of Toronto. Um, so you look at Toronto, for example, numbers-wise, about 25,000 um, was the growth number in uh, the first census period 15 years ago. And up to today, that number has jumped multiples up to about 145,000 versus York region, Peel region, their numbers were respectively 170 and 180, much higher than it is in Toronto today, but uh, that was in the 2001 to 2006 period. But now in the latest census period, those numbers have fallen dramatically uh, from 170 in York region down to 90,000, and in Peel region from 180 down to 100, 120,000, not as dramatic, but still a significant drop. 
So again, it's a little bit easier when you see the chart on this, on the, on the show notes for this episode. Check out the chart that I'm talking about. But point being, uh, Toronto moving in one direction up, accelerating population growth. And the 905 regions um, still growing, still growing at a very healthy rate, but that growth is decelerating. Uh, there are many factors that might be going into that, but uh, just again, the point to be made that more and more people are moving into the core, are are, uh, are, are moving closer to where they work, and certainly the condo boom um, in the downtown core has a lot, uh, a lot to say about that as well. So that's the first point, very interesting thing I noticed. The second point I want to point out, a uh, key insight that I took from this Metrolinks report is that Um, where is this growth coming from? Well, I noticed that the growth in Toronto, in the city of Toronto, again, we're focusing on Toronto, growth in Toronto is driven primarily by millennials. So millennials are really uh, driving this growth in Toronto. If you look, uh, again, I'll put a chart up, but there's a great chart that shows the um, uh, net migration from 2001 to 2014 um, by age. And it clearly shows that the 18 to 29-year-old bracket, which is the millennial generation that everyone's uh, big on, and it's it's the biggest sort of cohort that's uh, out there, the most influential one for economics and housing and everything else, it seems, um, they are by far um, moving to Toronto versus moving anywhere else um, in the GTA. So again, the, the the growth in Toronto is is really being driven by this millennial cohort, and of course, as condo investors, we love to see that. We love to hear that because who are the key condo buyers and condo renters of the next five years who are buying and renting from us as investors who are making decisions today and taking action today? Of course, it is the millennials. So we love to see that they are coming into Toronto. Um, in droves and they are um, not coming into the rest of the GTA even nearly as much as they are into Toronto. So that's that's good to see. Not exactly surprising. We do expect that. We, it has been historically the case where people in that age group will tend to move to Toronto and they will tend to move out of Toronto uh, as they have kids and as they they um, have families and, and uh, they, they're their housing needs continue to uh, to expand. But again, something we've talked a lot about on this podcast is the fact that a lot of them will want to stay. And so um, they, the, as commuting times are becoming worse and worse, we talked about a lot about on last week's episode, a lot of these people will want to stay as family sizes are becoming smaller and smaller, as people are getting married later and later. All these trends are indicating that um, they, the, the millennials who are moving here today will be the 30-somethings and 40-somethings that will want to stay in the city tomorrow. That's the second point. Uh, the third insight that I pulled and I want to share with you from this Metrolinx report is that Toronto, this is very interesting, I thought it was sort of buried in the report here, but it's a very important point I think for us to take note of that Toronto has outperformed expectations from a population growth standpoint. So when you look at um, all these official government agencies projecting out populations and demographics and so on for planning purposes and transit and 
housing and roads and infrastructure and everything else, uh, they, they have their certain expectations and, and growth that they are planning for. Um, they, they're doing their 5, 10, 25-year plans. Toronto has outperformed those expectations. So from the report, listen to this. Since 2011, Toronto has attracted a greater share of new population and employment than had been forecast in 2006 for the growth plan. At the same time, growth in the rest of the greater Toronto Hamilton area and the greater Golden Horseshoe has generally been lower than forecast. Hmm, very interesting. So the, they're basically, the, the writer of the report is basically pointing out, look guys, we, uh, we kind of caught us by surprise, this growth in Toronto. Um, it's, we knew it was going to grow, but it's actually grown a lot more than we expected. And conversely, the 905 has not grown as much as we have expected. Overall, the whole region is pretty much on track, they're saying, to what they, were, they had been planning for um, over the long term, especially since uh, the Alberta economy has really slowed down. And now a lot of that migration that we were losing to Alberta has now come back. So that sort of um, canceled itself out. But what's interesting, again, is that Toronto has, a, has really outperformed and the, and the 905 has underperformed population growth. So very interesting trend to uh, continue to watch that. And again, another reason why I believe that you want to continue to have most of your investment portfolio over time in the downtown core of Toronto. That's where you're going to see the most growth. That's where you're going to have the the easiest time renting units, that's where you're always going to have demand for reselling and for renting units in the future. Um, and it's really becoming a no-brainer uh, from, uh, from a growth perspective. If you look at what's happening in the whole region, it's downtown, downtown, downtown uh, is where you want to be. Uh, again, not to say that you should never invest outside the downtown, that there are not exceptions to that rule, but that is the general rule of thumb that I am telling all my clients to follow and that I am following, of course, myself in my, uh, as I'm building my own uh, condo investment portfolio over time. The vast majority of my units are, uh, are in the downtown core. Okay, so there you have it. There's my three key insights. Number one, Toronto population growth is accelerating. While the 905 region population growth is decelerating. Number two, growth in Toronto is driven mostly by millennials. And number three, Toronto has outperformed expectations of population growth while the 905 and the rest of the, the uh, Greater Golden Horseshoe has underperformed expectations over the last five years. Okay, there you have it. That is today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Once again, if you like the show, uh, I'd be very grateful if you would leave a review or share this episode, send it to somebody you know who might find it interesting. And of course, make sure you do subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Stitcher or whatever device you're um, listening to. A lot of people just push play on my website truecondos.com and listen to the podcast there which is fine which is great i love it not going to tell you not to do that but again the best listening experience and most control and and getting the episodes as soon as they're released the best way to do that is by subscribing um, on your phone on your ipad on your device that you're using through itunes or through stitcher if you have any questions about how to do that 
uh, you can always send me an email or you can Google it, of course, too. It's not that hard, but I'm, uh, I'm here to help if you need any help with that. You can always reach me, Andrew at TrueCondos.com. Call, text 416-371-2333. Until next time, have a great week. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.